We're taking a break here at the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast, but don't worry, we're not leaving you hanging. Each week this summer, we're counting down our top 12 season one episodes. So tune in each week and get the best of the best content to inspire you to keep moving forward. Then you'll be all ready for our new episodes that are coming out in the fall. Here's today's countdown episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. Happy New Year, sis. In this episode, we're going to talk about a few things that you need to consider for going on another diet this New Year's. It's like Groundhog Day and it happens every year. Disturbed and disquieted and disgruntled dieters come out of the holiday season feeling out of control with food. All or nothing thinking has been running rampant and it's time in their mind for a little bit of all, meaning a commitment to a new plan. And we tend to feel that excitement and the sort of camaraderie of New Year's, right? As many of your friends are probably going on diets and their advertisements and ads, they're just everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. It's hard to keep focused. It's hard to keep your eyes on the Lord. It's so easy to get caught up in food restrictions and to start serving a diet instead of serving our Savior. You know, the one we were just celebrating just a month ago. Yeah. I've done that too. So let's start out with a little straight talk first. We tend to look at the future with either negative, right? We can be negative Nelly sometimes or rose colored glasses, as they say. We think that this is the year that when the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Eve, we are going to be gifted, like the fairy godmother of self-control is going to come. And this year is going to be the year that we're going to be able to stick to the diet. It's going to be different, right? And there's a little bit of insanity in that because we're not looking at facts. We need to step back and take a very observational, non-judgmental look at our history. How have those diets worked for you in the past? Let's play it a few steps forward. January 1st, probably January 2nd, because January 1st, you might have a party with some food. So you want to eat it all then. And then January 2nd, you start the new plan with your little Tupperware containers and your food prep and your food list of all the things you can and can't have. And maybe it's your first diet and maybe you can stick with it for a month if you're lucky or even a little bit longer. Or maybe you're like I was and you've been on lots of diets and your diet retention rate has gone down from months to weeks to days and even times hours, right? Sometimes we can start the day with the idea of a fresh start only to be throwing in the towel just a few hours later. So look at your history. This is not the time for judgment. 
I've said it, I'll say it again. It's not helpful to look at it with judgment, but to look at it for facts and information. It's not that you're a failure. It's that the way that you're approaching the season of change is not working for you. And sis, you ain't alone. The diet industry is dismal in its success rate. 95% of people fail, and that is a generous estimate. It's because it asks us, the diet asks us to change everything all at once overnight. And we don't change like that. God has wired us to live in a space and place of habits. And it's wonderful because that's the reason why you don't have to think about brushing your teeth or parallel parking. You've done it so many times. It's just easy and it comes to you like no problem. Well, if your history is starting a new diet and throwing in the towel a short while after, New Year's is probably going to look the same. It's deflating. (laughs) We want to be able to hold on to that hope. And it's scary to think that we could stay in that nothing space, right? The, The space where we're overeating or feeling out of control. It's disheartening to think we'd have to stay like that forever. And that is really all or nothing thinking at its prime. It's either this way or that way. And honestly, in life, that's not what it looks like. Life comes in shades of gray and shades of change. If you become a doctor or a great pianist, you start out pretty terrible at it. And over time and practice and failure, hopefully not too many as a doctor, you become better and better to the point where you're proficient at it, but never perfect. But again, the diet industry has told you that perfection is the only route to success. And that is not true. It's a lie, lie, lie. I'm here to tell you, you look at your history. It's the aim for perfection that is going to keep you stuck. So we're going to embrace a new way. Okay. So we're going to get that straight. It's the pursuit of perfection and the unrealistic expectations that they got to go. Now what we're going to do is we're going to look at your true wants. You're starting the new year in the past with the probably worldly, right? The world has told you that you need to lose weight to fit into its I'm okay standard, right? And yes, losing weight may be healthy for you. It may help you feel better, but we need to connect we want to connect to your true deepest wants. What has God wired within you? If you didn't have any challenges, any struggles, like if you had free time and free money, what would you pursue? What gifts and talents has it gives you? Given you what things make your eyes light up like the 4th of July? What would you sacrifice for? Your children, your faith? your family, that's where a true motivation lives. Not in wanting to fit into a, a dress size that the past has proven doesn't last for more than a couple of months, right? It's a quick stint that we have at that place of quote unquote success. And that's why we go back to our old ways. However, if you can connect with your true wants, I want to serve God well. I want to be here for my family. I want to live out the calling has on my life. I want to bring him glory. If you connect to your true wants and your values, then sister, we are building on a solid foundation. Step away from all the New Year's diet madness. Get alone with the Lord. Take a look at your history. You know, we sometimes got to look at it to really convince ourselves we're not going to do it that way again because it really doesn't work, right? It would be insane to try it again because it's 
always failed for us. And each time maybe it gets worse and it distorts your relationship with food and your body just a little bit more. Then we want to connect with your true wants and values. Jot them down. Mull over them. Think about them. What makes you excited? What are those things you want people to remember you for? That is what we want to build your changes from. You want to make changes in your food and fitness that are going to facilitate those deep desires within your heart. Next, we're going to take a, again, observational, gentle survey of your life. Where is it that you want to end up? For most of us, I'll say, you would probably be eating mostly real food, right? Most of the time. Fairly healthy, maybe not all the time. Have some treats in there, but not being bound tightly to the treats. And yours may be any variation of that. I say mostly because mostly could be 51% for one person and 90% for another, right? Mostly real food most of the time. That is your desired end result. You can't make that up and then get there tomorrow. It just doesn't happen. Again, we're not made to change overnight. We change in stages, not sweeps. Take a little step, each day to get to that end result. So take a survey of your life. Here's where you want to be and here's where you are now. No judgment, just facts. Listen, if you had no room to change, well, that would be disappointing. There would be no room for improvement. So notice the areas that you would like to adjust and imagine a couple of steps from where you are now to where you want to go. What is one meaningful step that is appealing to you and is doable to you and start there and don't do it flippantly. Don't be disappointed because it's just this or it's just that or it's not that big of a deal. Listen, our God is the God of little. He doesn't ask for much from us except for a mustard seed of faith. He likes incapable human beings who are willing to go to him for help because then they shine his light to others. So you pick that one thing that you're going to focus on and you do it with him and for him. And this is your model for change. You pray about what it is that he has for you. You follow. If you've asked Christ into your life, right? If you've yielded your life to him, if you said, Jesus, come in and rule and reign in my heart, I need you. Then you have the Holy Spirit within you, the one who knows you better than anyone else. Pray about it. Ask what you should do, right? Start with that. And then you not only do it, what he's leading you to do, you do it with him and for him. What does that look like? It looks like starting out the day, God, will you help me remember to do this? Because goodness, mama, you're busy. And sometimes remembering is the hardest part. Would you help me to remember to do that? Maybe you forget one day and then you say, oh man, Lord, I forgot. Can you help me to remember again? later. Maybe you struggle and you pray to him in the moment of that struggle. And then when you're successful, you don't get the glory. He gets the glory. When you don't have to bear the burden of your failures and your successes, when you already know that you are imperfect and he is the only perfect one, then and only then can we move forward with excitement and grace and giving him glory. So before you go on a New Year's diet, take a moment to look at your history and decide that this year is going to be different, not because the self-control fairy came, but because you're going to do it differently. Connect to your true wants and values and take a survey of your life and find 
one little thing that you can do with God moving forward. And I'm really excited for you that you can draw a line in the sand and make this your best year yet. Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, it changes everything. OPS. Do you have weight loss on the brain? Well, welcome to the club, my sister. Because weight loss seems to be an Olympic sport these days. Women are constantly thinking about and talking about losing weight as well as saying negative things about their current shape and size. And we don't want to settle for just the average relationship with our bodies. However, as you begin to enter this faith-based focus on health and fitness, there can be some shame associated with weight loss goals. And I want to alleviate that for you. Listen, we have enough guilt and shame in our lives. The last thing we need to do is heap on more. And that's why I want you to introduce today's freebie, which is the Prayer for Weight Loss Toolkit. If it matters to you, it matters to God. So bring those weight loss desires to Him in prayer. What's the purpose of prayer? Oh, it's not to convince God to do things our way. It's to align our hearts with His will. And isn't that what you want for your body and for your weight loss? So go ahead and grab today's freebie with the link in the show notes below. Oh, just one more thing. If you have a moment, could you please, pretty please, with a sprinkle on top, go and leave us a podcast rate and review? When you do that, it's like sprinkling a special podcast fairy dust on the grace-filled Food Freedom Podcast. It lets Apple and all the other podcast apps know that this is a very helpful, very relevant podcast, and it will show it to lots more women just like you, women who need hope and need food freedom. Do you mind? Awesome. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my platinum program. It's a six month deep dive, start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.